Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of Zelika Podcast. Today I have Brad with me. Brad is a serial entrepreneur from Atlanta and co-founder of Unstoppable Domains, a registry business building domain names on blockchains. Previously, he co-founded Talkable, a YC-backed marketing software company. So first of all, thanks uh, Brad for coming on our podcast. And uh, I'd like you to start off by actually talking about how you got into crypto and eventually started off with uh, unstop- Unstoppable Domains. Sure. Thanks for having me. So when I moved to San Francisco in 2012, I moved to San Francisco to work on a uh, marketing tech startup. Uh, but I moved into this house called 20 Mission in San Francisco. And it was this uh, this Bitcoin hacker house. And so... Uh, the second Bitcoin exchange in the United States was launched out of the basement of the building. Uh, basically, everybody in there was some sort of a Bitcoin hacker. The earliest Bitcoin meetups in San Francisco were also in the building. Uh, Vitalik gave, came and gave a talk in our courtyard before Ethereum even launched. So pretty much everybody I met when I moved to San Francisco was uh, deep into crypto. I got pretty deep in myself in 2013-ish, early 2013, uh, was, you know, buying thinking about it every night kind of knew i was always going to do something in crypto but uh spent a few years uh kind of playing around with it at night while working on a on a uh on a marketing tech company by day gotcha so and how how did you start with unstoppable domains so matt our ceo founded the company in january of 18. uh i was the first investor i was uh, still working on the marketing tech company at the time, uh, but after a few months, I decided to uh, take a step back to to the board and, and focus fully on this. Okay, gotcha. Like I sort of open sourced some of the questions, um, and there were some of one one part that people wanted to ask you is like, what value proposition did you see in unstoppable domains back then? Like um, now, I think things are starting to become clearer, but like. Did did you always believe this uh, when you were starting off that uh, that we need to have this uh, human re- human readable names um, in crypto? Yeah. So I mean, I think you know pretty much everybody who's been in crypto has you know had to face the address problem and has thought to themselves, well, this is probably not the way that it's going to work ultimately because it's not the way that it works anywhere else in the world. So you know, when you want to send money over Venmo. You ask what the person's username is. You you don't ask for you know the equivalent of a banking and routing number. I'm not aware of people that regularly send uh, wires to each other casually, and it's probably not super difficult to do that. It's just uh, too difficult to share the information. So it just shows you how how valuable that piece is. But the thing that really clicked for me about unsolvable domains and about blockchain domains, I. Uh, is this idea of having custody over your domain. And this is a completely new design, not just for the way the crypto payments can work, but for the way the internet can work. And uh, the traditional internet is full of points of failure where companies can uh, control what you're doing. Like for example, GoDaddy controls your domain name for you. Uh, They can uh, effectively take down your website if they object to what you're doing. And it was this problem that really got into my mind. And it just, it was clear that the internet was enabling all of these people around the world, all of these companies and governments to be able to control what we do on the internet. It wasn't clear to me that there was a fix to that until 
uh, blockchain domain registries and you know smart contract platforms in general. So I saw the problem. I didn't think there was a solution until 2017 when you know smart contract platforms started to started to evolve. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so for for the people who um, are who might not be that familiar with uh, unstoppable domains, can you give an elevator pitch on what unstoppable domain does, and then we can sort of go into depth of the technical architecture, your business model, and stuff. Yeah, so we're onboarding the world to the decentralized web. So we are we want to be that place where if you want to go and get started with a decentralized web, that you would come to. Uh, our application, our portal. And so we are a mixture of .com, uh, meaning that we created our own domain registries, mixture of GoDaddy, meaning that we have our own registrar, unstoppabledomains.com. And then we also have uh, web tools for you to build websites on the decentralized web. And just to be clear, a decentralized website is when you have your domain on a blockchain as part of a smart contract. And when you have your website stored on a decentralized hosting network, not on Amazon Web Services. So something like IPFS uh, or another decentralized storage network. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So like how, I think um, you have, you stored the mapping of your crypto domains with uh, say your uh, addresses and stuff on a smart contract. Um, but still, uh, can you can you talk about the technical architecture of unstoppable domains? How are things actually mapped um, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually it's, so it's actually quite simple. Um, what's happening is is that you have a domain registry, which is a suite of smart contracts on the blockchain, and then domains are minted as NFTs and stored inside of the user's uh, wallet. And then when the user wants to add a crypto address or add a website, they sign a message with the private key that controls the domain and they write uh, information to the blockchain and it's just text fields. So all you have is this very simple mapping where you've got, uh, if you go look up on the blockchain, you'll see like, you know, ticker equals whatever. So BTC equals this, uh, ETH equals this, Zill equals this, uh, IPFS equals this for your IPFS hash. And then applications are going and able to look up certain text records depending on uh, what you're doing. So I've got, you know, brad.zill, for example, if you were to go and type in brad.zill into a Bitcoin field in a wallet, the wallet would go and read the blockchain and find my Bitcoin address. If you were to go into a browser and type in brad.zill, it would go and look for my IPFS hash. Gotcha. And um, what's the business model of Unstoppable Domains? Uh, we sell domains. So for, for like the minting process, you earn money there, right? Like uh, you have the rights to mint uh, the, the specific dot crypto domain and then you earn money from there, right? Uh, yeah. So we have two registries. We have dot crypto and dot zill. Yeah. And we, uh, when you buy a domain, the domain is minted and sent to your wallet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and uh, obviously we have the new like a positive news that came from unstoppable domains that now .zill and .crypto domains have been integrated with uh, Coinbase wallet. Um, and there are other wallets as well that already supported. I think Coinomi was one and there were a couple of others. Um, but yeah, what, what can you can you share about the current ecosystem of wallets and what the Coinbase news actually means uh, for, for unstoppable domains? Uh, 
Yeah, there's more than 20 other wallets. My Ether wallet, my crypto trust wallet. Uh, it's at this point, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the standard for, um, you know, for crypto wallets. Most major crypto wallets uh, now support blockchain domains, which is a huge shift from, you know, one year ago where essentially none of them did. So uh, it's been a really, it's been a really big change over this past year. It's been really exciting. Uh, Coinbase wallet is kind of, you know, in people's minds is seen as like the, you know, the sign that you finally become official or something like that. Um, we think it's a big deal, but, it, you know, Coinbase wallet is great, but they're, you know, they're really just one in the ecosystem. The goal uh, is to have all wallets support it. That way users don't even need to think about, that's the way you get to a point where users don't have to think about the crypto addresses anymore. If uh, domains work inside of pretty much any wallet they would use, now you can actually switch over to this new tool. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think, yeah, and the Coinbase wallet is a non-custodial wallet. It's different from the the Coinbase, uh, like in which that's a custodial product. But still, I think, yeah, that this is big news. And also now, I think the Hobie wallet also has integrated unstoppable domains. Um, and then I think that will actually push adoption for it more, more um, like wallets will integrate it. Um, so you actually uh, first launched with the Dodgezill domain, and uh, and and you, I think you were one of the earlier projects that were built on top of Zilliqa. So how how was the how did you actually got into the Zilliqa ecosystem? Yeah, so this was 2018, and uh, we were looking around for uh, what was going to be the what we thought was going to be the. Uh, the top blockchain or top blockchains, and we identified Zilliqa as technical leaders. And so we reached out and asked if we could be part of the grants program. And, uh, and they said yes. And, um, you know, we've you know, had a, a pretty long relationship with, uh, with Han Wen as a result of that. He's been, he's been, uh, he's been a hero. He's, you know, he's a hero of the Zilliqa community in general. And, um, and that's how we started. Um, it's been it's been amazing. The community has uh, embraced us and helped us, you know, kind of all the way through. Uh, we went live in 2019, and we've been um, we've been uh, building ever since. So, what what sort of uh, metrics have you seen in terms of uh, like anything you'd like to share in terms of say the domains number of domains created, um, the amount of people that actually have actually sold those domains or and things like that. Dodgezill, specifically talking about Dodgezill domains. Uh, uh, so it's well over a hundred thousand domains have been registered. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's 280,000 domains total of which about half are, are, uh, are Dodzilla domains. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, and that start started from 2018 till now, right? Uh, yeah. So they went live in September of 2019. Uh, and how, how was, how has your experience, uh, been, uh, like, building on top of Zilliqa so far. I think uh, you were one of the earlier projects, as I mentioned, uh, that actually uh, launched. Um, and you had a, you have a suite of Scylla contracts currently. So anything you'd like to share uh, on your experience uh, so far? How's the community support been like? Um, yeah. The support, the support has been great. I think that um, it's always hard when you're working with, you know, when you're working with technology that doesn't have you know, a full ecosystem of tools yet. So I think that the, the building phase was probably, you know, pretty hard. Uh, 
the support obviously is amazing. The team is extremely dialed in trying to make sure everything, uh, everything is working for, for applications. Uh, once you're live though, you have extremely, extremely low and cheap transactions. And this is, uh, in contrast to the Ethereum blockchain, for example. So you're able to see in real time the benefit of having a functional sharded blockchain right now in the market. And so now that we're live, we can see that very clearly. Um, you know, in terms of in terms of scaling, you know, Zilliqa really has you know has has jumped ahead of the pack uh, at this point. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, also, you you were talking about uh, uh, how how to build like real like full stack, say uncensorable websites, and I, I think you are launching a couple of tools for that. Uh, Obviously, there's there was one. Um, I think three box have some tool for that, and and uh, obviously, yeah, you you need to in order for there are two parts to this equation. One is that for having human readable names, um, you need sort of like wallet addresses. One one pro- part of the problem is like uh, you you just when you're receiving and sending money, then you can just share human readable names like .zil domains, um, and then second is to actually build like the new web three um, now. So what sort of tools are you working on uh, right now? And how, what's actually the journey currently of uh, building say a completely unsensible website um, on, on using unstoppable domains? So what you're doing for the most part is, is you're launching on IPFS and IPFS has a whole bunch of deployed tools in the ecosystem right now. There's just a lot of stuff being built there. So you can build uh, with any number of tools, three boxes, one uh, textile is another uh, orbit DB is another. There's a whole bunch of uh, application specific database tools and all, all kinds of things uh, that you can now use to build on IPFS. All you need to do once you have a website on IPFS is write that hash to your domain name. So the attaching of your website to your domain is a very simple step. Um, you still have to build your website though. And so right now there's uh, some, there's an ecosystem of developer tools that are building over here on one side. We're not really as focused on those. Uh, and then there's a ecosystem of tools for non-technical users like uh, web builders. Like it's kind of, think about like kind of like Wix for the decentralized web. That's the stuff that we're working on. So if you go to unstoppabledomains.com right now and you go to my websites, you'll see uh, a profile editor, page editor with you know a bunch of different, you know, WYSIWYG editor with a bunch of different choices. You'll see a blog tool. There's a whole bunch more tools that we're building there. And all of that is for the, the non-technical user. So that's the part that we're focused on right now. There is separately a whole bunch of innovation on the developer tool side. And of course, those folks uh, also also have domain names. Okay. Uh, can, you, can you specify like what sort of developer tools you are working towards right now? Uh, so we're not working on the developer tools. We're working on tools for non-technical users, but the non-technical user tools are things like blog, video uploaders, uh, profile page builders. Uh, think about what happens when you go to GoDaddy. When you go to GoDaddy, you buy a domain, you see a choice of you know build a simple blog tool, build my profile page website, build my simple e-commerce store, whatever. That's kind of what we're going for the non-technical user to be able to click around and build a website and deploy to IPFS. 
Okay, gotcha. And do do you have like current uh, any good examples or any good uh, references that have already started coming up? I I saw a couple of people building some blogs or like you know some side pro like side websites. Um, but yeah, what what sort of progress have you seen um, in actual development from from uh, non technical users? From non technical users, it's whatever our tools do. So that's blogs and profile pages and for sale pages and some other simple things like that. Um, so those are the things. Those are the only things you can do right now. It's relatively limited, but there's there is over twenty thousand people that have launched websites. So um, there's there's still a bunch of them now on the on the kind of more technical side. We're seeing mostly DApps and DEXs. So there's uh, Switchio.crypto. There's MyEtherWallet.crypto. There's Kyber.crypto. Uh, so there's, there's mostly dApps and DEXs are the ones that have this problem where, uh, there's, you know, they have, uh, their application is a smart, is a suite of smart contracts. Uh, they're telling their users, Hey, you can go and use this trustlessly. But, uh, if their domain name goes down, you could lose access. And, you know, imagine if you have some sort of a lending contract and you have, 24 hours to settle up and then the website goes down. Imagine what would happen to the users. So this is a, this is a final step in the security of a decentralized application to make sure that you have a website that can't go down. So that's the reason why they're doing it. And I think that's, that's an, that's a group that we would expect to adopt very early. And then on the non-technical side, uh, it's maybe a little bit more like business focused, like trying to find, trying to find business users that might, uh, they would have a reason to, to, uh, to, to build something in this area. Okay. Gotcha. Also, I think, um, after, after dot Zill domains launched, uh, we have now a couple of on NFT marketplaces, uh, people were, you know, selling those domains, uh, as well. Um, on Zilliqa, we have Mintable, um, and, and I think a couple of other marketplaces as well. So what, what sort of, uh, usage have you seen there and, I think this this concept of domain names is like uh, really revolutionary that you can actually uh, trade them in a decentralized way that that was not possible before um, in like the current auction process with uh, like current dot com domains and stuff. Um, it, it's not that liquid. Um, yeah. So what what sort of interesting things have you seen there? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's this idea that. NFTs once minted are immediately liquid completely changes the dynamic for domain names. So the way it works with domain names right now with traditional domain names, you've got uh, typically a rule where it takes 60 days before you can update a record and launch a new website. So it's just once it's been transferred, it's this very bizarre rule. Uh, Then you've got this weird transfer process that is unclear and involves a bunch of middlemen. Then you have this escrow problem where if I want to spend $10,000 for the domain name, I have to go find an escrow agent and give them the money or just what, what a lot of people do in the domain name world is they literally just trust. They literally just have one person has to send the money or the domain first and the other person hopes that it gets there. Uh, even though it's a digital asset, it's this, it's this absurd system. So when you introduce blockchains and blockchain domains, all that goes away. You can just have a trustless transfer. It can transfer anywhere in the world. It can transfer in a minute, no escrow agent. Uh, so it's just, I mean, it's just like a, it feels like it's a thousand times better. Uh, it's just, it's in a completely different league than the way the traditional domains work. So 
you know, just imagine, just imagine how excited you'd be if you're a traditional domainer and you've been, you know, waiting 60 days for domain transfers. You're, let's say you're, you're, you're a hustler. There's a lot of these people that are domain traders. Yeah. Like this is way more fun. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I've, I did see a couple of uh, domains and pe- people, yeah, they were trying to sell those domains and yeah, my, my mind was also quite blown to be honest. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of how can actually developers get involved, like what sort of uh, like work would you like to see from developers uh, to sort of get us to this next phase of, uh, you know, Web3? Um, yeah, where, where would you like to see more work in terms of developer tooling to uh, tools for even non-technical people? Uh, I think we're in this we're in this uh, we're in this app phase that uh, where there's so much stuff. We're in this phase right now where the demand is far out outstripping supply of tools. Like people are asking all the time, how do I build this? How do I build that? Who can help me build this? And there's not enough tools and there's not enough talent inside of the decentralized web ecosystem yet to service all of the demand, which should be a call to developers, any developers that are listening. Uh, there are a lot of people that want more tools here. So uh, one of the ones that we've been talking about a lot have been uh, video apps. Uh, there's a lot of different types of video and video streaming that struggles on the regular internet. It gets censored even when it's 100% legal all around the world. Uh, and decentralized web would be a great solution. So. Those are two big areas, uh, areas to help people launch DAOs more easily uh, because the domain name can be stored by the DAO, which means that a group of people can vote on what the website is. And there's actually no one owner, no one point of failure anymore. So a completely different way, a website could be owned by 10,000 people instead of one. Um, so that's another, that's another area that I think is super interesting that we're, we're, we're looking at people, um, at people building in uh, a lot of gaming, a lot of front end gaming and, and dApps, you know, basically anything that you would see uh, in the dApp world, we're starting to see uh, on IPFS, we saw a couple of uh, first person shooter games, but mostly, mostly dApps and DEXs, the things that you would want to access. So uh, tools to help people launch, launch those tools on IPFS more easily. Uh, it's very early. It's very greenfield. If you think about it this way, think about who are the, what are the basic applications that are going to come first on the decentralized web? And then what will they need? And the truth is, is that they just, they need everything right now. So there's no good way. There's no good video uploader for IPFS right now. There's no good live streaming app for IPFS right now. There's no good tool for people to launch DAOs very easily. Uh, and none of it exists yet. So it's all it's all greenfield right now. Okay, yeah, I I I think that's a call for developers in the Zilliqa community as well to you know try to experiment with these projects. And obviously, I think uh, you guys also have a grant program for these projects. Yeah, absolutely. If you're building if you're building decentralized decentralized web tech, uh, and you have good ideas, please 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 reach out. Gotcha. Um, for for your future roadmap, uh, what what sort of um, interesting features? Um, I think you covered quite a lot, but still, like, what sort of integrations do you see in, in the next six months or twelve months, and what innovations uh, are you are, are going to happen in the near term future? Um, yeah. 
So we've got kind of two main tracks that we're going down. Uh, one is the crypto applications track. So getting wallets, mostly wallets, but some exchanges uh, integrated. Uh, and then uh, website at, uh, browsers and browser extensions. So there's getting crypto applications to support domains for payments, getting web applications to support domains for websites. And so most of our integration goals are around getting those types of applications to, to support us. Crypto apps, I would say we're pretty close. Like most of the ecosystem is, uh, is either is in some phase of integration or, or otherwise leaning in. Uh, with browsers, it's pretty early. We've got Opera Browser uh, for Android and looking to do more there. We've got a couple of other browsers that we're working with, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty early on there. So you'll see a lot of a lot of new stuff in that in that direction coming from us. I think if if someone wants to actually use uh, uh, say dot crypto domain, the current browsers don't support that. You either need to maybe be on the Opera browser or download the Unstoppable Domains extension. Um, yeah, I think that that would be really interesting. Um, okay, uh, so where where can people actually reach out to you uh, if they say yeah to stay updated for developers who want to apply for a grant? Yeah. So for developers, there is a slash grants page on stoppledomains.com slash grants. You can apply right there. Uh, in terms of following along with us in general, I would check out Twitter. Uh, that's where you'll see all of our announcements. I would also check out Telegram at Unstoppable Domains. There is always a conversation in there. There's more than 8,000 people. Uh, you'll be able to uh, chat, decentralized web or blockchain domains kind of 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you're, uh, if you're into it. Okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Brad, for taking the time out and coming on this podcast. And I wish you the best. And hopefully, I think, yeah, the Zilliqa community will also get involved uh, with the recent the, uh, new updates and uh, yeah, try to get involved in the overall ecosystem of unstoppable domains. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having us.